Hello, and welcome to this edition of Criminal Mischief, the Art and Science of Crime Fiction. Last time I talked about the um, elements of a thriller. And this time I want to talk about a particular thriller, as I alluded to last time, The Terminator. And we're going to do a scene-by-scene -scene autopsy of it. I'm D.P. Lyle, and I'm your host for this show. And I want to thank Authors on the Air Global Radio Network for, for hosting the show. And um, we're going to get on with this um, autopsy of a thriller. On the last show, I suggested you might want to watch the movie if you haven't seen it lately. Um, and then hopefully you will. If, if you haven't, you will watch it after this. And in the show notes on my website and on my blog, I will post this scene-by-scene -scene, summary so you can go through it while you're actually watching the movie, if you want, and look at it scene-by-scene. -scene. And one of the things that you will see, I have a plus, a minus, and a zero. Because you want to ask yourself, particularly in thrillers, with each scene, is this good? for the protagonist? Is this bad for the protagonist or is this neutral? Well, in 80%, you want it to be bad for the, for the protagonist. It's only at the end does the, everything turn good. Now they'll have little victories along the way, of course. And so there'll be positive things, but for the most part, you want things not to go well. Now, sometimes even before you meet the protagonist, you know that whoever the protagonist is, this is not good for them. Whatever the scene was, whatever happened, this is not good. Um, so you just got that feeling. So this is The Terminator, which is a movie that was released in 1984, and it really revolves around three characters. The Terminator, the cyborg from the future, Kyle Reese, the soldier from the future, and then, of course, Sarah Connor. And Sarah is our protagonist here, and she is without a doubt one of the best characters ever created and has probably the biggest character arc you'll ever see in anyone. So what's the, the, open, the opening scene is this. Um, fireball appears out of the sky and lands on the ground and lands on the ground. And, um, suddenly this electrical ball suddenly disappears. And there is Arnold Schwarzenegger, the ex governor of California, who is the Terminator completely naked, balled up inside this thing. And you're thinking, Oh Lord, what is this? What is going on? Well, he gets up and walks into this park where he runs into these punks who one of them even stabs him and he, you know, that doesn't phase him and he rips this guy's heart out and then he steals his clothes. Well, we don't know what's going on yet. We don't know who this person is yet, but we know whoever it is, they are not of this world and they are bad, bad, bad. So is this good, bad, or indifferent for our protagonist who we haven't met yet? You get the feeling this is bad. Well, then another ball of light appears, and now this other more normal-appearing guy suddenly appears. And he takes a vagrant's clothes. He's chased by the police. He, he gets some shoes and stuff inside the store. He steals a shotgun from the cops, and he disappears into the night. And then, lo and behold, he goes to a phone book, and he finds a list of names, Sarah Connor. And there's three of them in the phone book. This is our first hint as to who our protagonist is going to be. Is this good? Are bad or indifferent for Sarah. This is awful. 
because now you've got this creature that can rip hearts out of things. And now you've got this other guy who has stolen a shotgun and clothing and everything. And we don't know who these two people are. We just know that they both came out of a fireball and it's like, oh Lord, what's going to go on? So now we switch and we come to a lighter scene. Here is Sarah working at the Burley Burger or whatever it is. And, and we see that she's not very good at what she does. She's ditzy. She can't keep the order straight. The kid dumps ice cream in her pocket. In other words, she's just goofy. She's pretty. She's nice. She's, her coworkers seem to like her, but she's just goofy. So is this good or bad or indifferent? Well, I, I still think this is bad because what you've got is you've got this guy with a shotgun and this other guy who came from the same place are at least interested in Sarah Connors and, oh, her name's Sarah Connor. Uh, then we move to the Terminator, goes into a gun shop. And gets all these guns. I'm going to ask for a plasma rifle. I said, just what we got here, buddy. Well, anyway, he takes the gun. I said, you can't load it in here. And he said, wrong. And he kills the guy. So now we've got this guy who ripped the heart out of people, who's a big muscular guy who looks like a machine, has now killed the owner. And the next thing you know, he goes outside in the next scene, and he goes to the phone book, and he finds three Sarah Connors. Is this good or bad or indifferent for Sarah? This is awful because you got this guy with no brakes who can rip the heart out of people who will shoot someone in a gunshot who is now armed to the teeth and he's looking for Sarah. Then we switch to the next scene. The Terminator goes and kills Sarah Connor number one. And he just walks to her house. She opens the door. He blows her away. This is not good for our Sarah. This is a negative for her. She doesn't even know it yet. But life is heading toward her. Life is getting ready to crush her. Then Sarah sees a TV con con broadcast of a Sarah Connor being murdered. And I remember one of, the, one of her coworkers said, look at there, you're dead, baby, you know. Well, all right, that's odd. And that would raise a certain degree of tension that someone with your name was brutally murdered. But is that the kind of thing of Panicsville? No, but that's not good for Sarah. So that evening, she has a date that stands her up and she leaves her, her roommate with, with her date at home. And she gets on her little scooter and heads out into the night alone. This does not feel right. And they actually make that scene very creepy because she goes down in the basement of the parking deck, underground parking deck of her apartment complex and gets on a little scooter and she stops and looks around like she senses something's not right. Well, we sense something's not right. And so this is not good for Sarah. We know that there's a world out there that's coming after her and she's starting to sense something. Now, the police then learn of the murder of Sarah Connor, of a second Sarah Connor. What is this? Is, is this good, bad, or indifferent for Sarah? This is awful for Sarah. Because what it means is we know there were only three in the phone book. And if two of them are now dead and she's alive, guess what? She's number three. So she is on in the crosshairs. And again, she doesn't know it yet. So now Sarah heads out. The next scene, Sarah heads out into the night. And Reese is following her down the street. And he's creepy. He's wearing this 
raincoat because he's hiding the shotgun and he looks disheveled well because he came through time and space in this fireball he how would you look so we've got this creepy guy who we don't know who he is whether he's good or bad whether he's working with a terminator whether he's another terminator whether he we don't know what's going on but he's following sarah is this good or bad for sarah this is really bad because now we got she's got someone on her tail so Sarah goes into a restaurant and she sees the TV news about a second Sarah Connor being murdered. And they said, you know, da, 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 call the police. This is awful. She tries to call the police, but the phone's out of service. Is this good or bad for Sarah? This is bad because now she knows that the police are actually looking for her. And that two people with her name have been killed. She doesn't know why it doesn't make sense. But her world is starting to ramp up and starting to crumble, and she's starting to get afraid, very afraid. Okay, next scene, she goes out on the on the street, and she senses she's being followed, so she ducks into a disco. I remember Tech Noir on Pico. She ducks in there, and Reese follows her in. Sarah calls the police, but can't get through. So now here she is in this disco with all this action going on. And this creepy guy is following her and two Sarah Connors already been killed. Is this good or bad for her? This is awful. Okay. Now the Terminator, we switch to that, goes to Sarah's apartment and kills her roommate. And here's a call from Sarah who left a message telling where she was. And then he opens the drawer and sees an ID that has Sarah's picture on it. This is awful for Sarah because now the Terminator has shown really how lethal he is, how reckless he is, how relentless he is, that he can track her to her home, that he will kill her roommate, no questions asked. And I remember the boyfriend tried to fight it. That was a a foolish errand. He didn't have a chance. Um, And now he knows where she is and he knows what she looks like. So all the information's there. Next scene, Sarah finally reaches the police and they tell her to sit tight. They're on the way. This is good for Sarah. She's going to be saved by the police. It's the first time that something good has happened for her. Yay. Hallelujah. Mm, Not so fast. The inciting incident. The Terminator arrives. Reese and the Terminator have a shootout. The Terminator shot multiple times, but gets up. They, he chases them outside when they jump into a, steal a car, steal a police car. He punches his fist through the window, but Reese gets away. They get away. So now they're on the run. Is this good or bad for Sarah? Well, this is bad. First of all, this thing that got shot all these times and punched his hand is still after her. And she's starting to freak out because who is this person? What is going on? How can no one can do this? How can this person do this? Okay. So Sarah and Reese escape. But the Terminator steals a police car and is chasing them. Is this good or bad for Sarah? Well, it's good in that she got away from that situation. It's bad that she's now in the car with this creepy guy who she doesn't know. And it's even worse that the Terminator now has a police car. And guess what? He knows how to drive it pretty well. And he's chasing them. So now the next scene, they go into a parking deck and they're going to dump that the car they had and steal another one. 
And now Reese explains to Sarah that he's there to protect her and that she's been targeted for termination and that the Terminator is a cyborg and will not stop until she's dead. And he tells Sarah that in the near future, machines will take over and start a nuclear war and then set out to destroy all humans. And the Terminator has come to kill her because she is going to have a boy named John Connor who down the road is going to be mankind's savior from the machines that will rule the future world. Really? Really? She's going to buy that? Kind of a preemptive birth control or retroactive birth control, depending on which angle you're looking at it? So is this good or bad for Sarah? This is awful. Because not only is this creature, if he's telling the truth, that is indestructible is after her, but she is in the car with a crazy man who is obviously psychotic, schizophrenic, and has these awful delusions and hallucinations and whatever, who is talking about this world that could not possibly exist. Sarah is in deep, deep trouble. So then the chase resumes. Reese and and Sarah and the Terminator and the police, and they're all chasing each other all over the place. And Sarah and Reese crash the car in the parking deck, and they're arrested by the police, and the Terminator escapes. Is this good or bad for Sarah? This is actually pretty good. Now she's in, in the police station. The police have arrested her. Um or at least detained all of them, has Reese locked up, the Terminator's disappeared, so she's in the police station. How much safer could she be? You know, there's 30 cops in there. So that's good. Okay. But Sarah also learns that her roommate has been killed, and that's bad. That's personal. And it was at her home, and it was this Terminator creature. And uh, things aren't going well. Then we switch and watch the Terminator repair his injured forearm and removes his injured eye. And this is the first time we see that he's actually a machine. We didn't know that before. We weren't sure what he was. But suddenly we see he's a machine. Is this good or bad for Sarah? This is awful. Because what this means is this is a creature that is not of this planet, that is not of this world, that is not of this time frame, and that he, if, if he can cut his own eye out and, you know, repair his own self, and he's actually a machine, this does not bode well for Cher. Okay. Then they have the psychiatrist come in and explain to Sarah and Reese that, that you know, that this thing to Sarah that Reese is crazy and the Terminator was likely on, on uh, PCP. And it was wearing a flag jacket and yada, 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 yada. And on the surface, this seems good. But what does Reese respond? Reese says, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't understand who this person is, what this thing is, this cyborg, this Terminator. You don't understand. And in one of the great dramatic scenes in the whole movie, he says he doesn't feel pity. He doesn't feel remorse. This is what he does. This is all he does. And he will not stop until he's dead. Wow. That's a mouthful. Is that good or bad for Sarah? That's awful. Because Reese has laid out what she's up against. And yet she doesn't know whether to believe him or not because the psychiatric explanation fits more perfectly with her world. 
she's confused and she's terrified and her roommate is dead and she's seen this guy shot up and yet he keeps coming and what is this and what's going on and so now we get to the first turning point sarah thinks she's safe but the terminator in the famous i'll be back scene attacks the police station killing killing a bunch of the cops that's really bad for sarah sarah and reese steal a car and they escape that's good for sarah she's got away the Terminator looks through Sarah's address book and finds her mother's address. Is that good or bad? That's awful for Sarah. So Sarah and Reese head to the mountains and get a room in a motel out of the city. And Sarah calls her mother. Bad idea. And tells her where she is. But we see that she's actually talking to the Terminator who is mimicking her mother's voice. Is that good or bad for Sarah? That's awful. Because not only has she blown up their escape, her mother is dead. There's no question about it. Sarah doesn't know that yet, but she has actually actually given him a roadmap to write where they are. So now we switch to Sarah and Reese. Reese has gone shopping and come back, and they start making sticks of nitroglycerin to blow up and oh yeah by the way they make love because well john connor's got to come from somewhere but the making of the nitroglycerin is now sarah is beginning to become a little bit proactive she's becoming a little bit more um there was a scene that where she creates a bandage for him before they go to the motel and, and he says that's a good field dressing and she says that's my first and he said, well, it's very good. So we start seeing Sarah becoming proactive. And this making of the nitroglycerin kind of shows she's developing more skills along this line. That's good. But remember, the Terminator knows she's there. And in the next scene, indeed, he shows up. And they have to, Sarah and Reese have to escape in a stolen truck. And the Terminator chases them on a motorcycle. Is this good or bad for Sarah? Well, it's not good because the guy found her. They thought they'd gotten away. They were hoping she, she was still hoping she could ignore this thing. Um, but now it's on their tail. At least they've got a truck and he's only got a motorcycle. So that should give them some kind of advantage. Okay. Next scene, they start throwing nitro nitro sticks out. And Sarah indeed knocks the, the Terminator off the bike and it skids and it crashes and they crash their truck. And then the Terminator is absolutely demolished by an 18 wheeler. Is this good or bad for Sarah? Well, this is good. This is real good. She's a little banged up. Reese is injured, but not dead. And the Terminator has to be destroyed. No way around it. The, 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 Terminator has to be, no one, no thing can survive an 18 wheeler hitting them square in the square in the kisser. Not so fast. What we see then is the Terminator gets up. Now, Sarah is a true believer. She knows, she knows now that this creature is exactly what Reese said he was and that she is in deep trouble. The Terminator gets up, takes over the 18-wheeler, and starts chasing them as they run down the road. This is awful. 
So not only can this creature survive that type of injury, that type of impact, but now he's got a huge truck and they're on foot. So as they chase them, chases them down off the freeway and into a neighborhood, into an industrial area, re-slips a nitro stick into the truck, blowing it up in a huge fireball, and we see the Terminator burning in the fire. Wow. They've solved it. They've killed the Terminator. Sarah is safe. Reese has saved the day. This is wonderful news for Sarah. But there's a second turning point. The Terminator rises up out of the fire. He's no longer a human. He is now reduced to a metallic skeleton, maybe with an injured leg, but still perfectly capable. And it rises up out of the fire. Is this good or bad for Sarah? This is awful. This is absolutely awful because it means there's no way to kill this thing. This thing is exactly what Reese said. It's what he does. It's all he does. He will not stop. And this is all coming to fruition. And now Sarah's world is getting smaller and smaller because now everybody's on, on foot. They're in this industrial area. They don't know what to do. Reese and Sarah run into this industrial building. And this is another great moment in Sarah's um, um, development and evolution and character arc. Reese collapses and says, go on, you, you run, leave me. And she grabs him and pulls him up and says, get up, soldier. She has gone from a ditzy blonde to a soldier who can do a field dressing to the general. She's in charge. She's telling him what to do. So they've gone into this industrial building. And Reese has turned on all the machines to confuse the Terminator's tracking system. But the Terminator follows them into there. He corners them in the building. Convergence of time and space. Sarah's running out of time. She's running out of space. Doesn't look good. But Reese manages to slip a nitro stick in the Terminator's ribs and blows the Terminator to pieces. He's injured. Sarah's injured. She caught some shrapnel in the leg and had to pull it out. Reese is dead, but the Terminator's blown to bits. Is this good or bad for Sarah? This is very good. It means they destroyed the Terminator and she has survived. Wow. Great story. Uh, but the upper half of the Terminator springs to life and starts crawling after her like some insane crab. And it's cornered her. Is this good or bad for Sarah? This is awful. Because she's done everything humanly possible to destroy this thing and 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 hitting it with a truck and and burning it and blowing it half to pieces has not killed it. It just keeps coming. So she ends up cornered. She crawls into this compressor machine, this, this industrial press. I call a smashy, smashy machine. And she, craw crush she crawls in there and it follows her. This is literally convergence of time and space. She's in an industrial uh, machine that, that crushes things to, to flatness. And, and he, the Terminator is right behind her. She absolutely has run out of all time and all space. 
but she manages to get out the other end and close the gate. The Terminator's still trying to reach her. She hits the button and smashes it into oblivion. And therefore, Sarah wins. And that's the climax. And so Sarah has gone from a ditzy blonde to a warrior, to a general, to an absolute combatant. She ran out of time. She ran out of space, literally. Life in a trash compactor, literally. And she fought the Terminator, the indestructible Terminator, mano a mano, and won. And then the denouement shows her. Reese has died. She's pregnant. And Sarah leaves the country to prepare for the coming war that she knows is coming. Because she knows that everything Reese said was the truth. And she's the only person on earth that does. What a story. So if you haven't, you can probably even download the screenplay online. There's a lot of things like that out there. I think I have it somewhere. But like I said, I'm going to post this scene-by-scene synopsis with the pluses and minuses on the, in the show notes on my website and also on my blog. So you can go there and look at that and, and, and download this. And, and then watch the movie. This is a great a great class watching that movie in thriller writing in how to create a thriller. Now this one is high intensity, high action, high concept, sci-fi, uh, dystopian society type stuff. But this, these principles actually fit any kind of thriller you want, you know, whether it's a more police procedural, even, even something that's even on the cozier side, but has thrilling elements. You can use the elements of this story, to craft your story. So that's it for this episode of Criminal Mischief. I hope uh, this has been enjoyable. I hope you've learned something you can use in your own writing. So this has been DP Lyle. Until next time.